Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers, where I sound like I'm completely weird. Yeah, so like, that's a great way to welcome people yep. into the new year. New year, we're here. It might not be game time for Dungeon And I sound like I am literally in uh, junior high, and I have braces on and some weird head gizmo, and yeah. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh-huh. Yep. There's not. Because yeah, just make the slurping noises and sound like, yeah. Because no one else can see it, but Daniel looks a lot better. Not that you looked bad before. Oh, yeah, I looked horrible. <laughs> but your face, it, it has much more shape. As, as I had put it, I went nine rounds with Mike Tyson on Punch-Out and lost. Ah, hey, nine rounds is a <laughs> long a time ago with Mike Tyson. Yeah, he I do. does. He really yeah. does. <laughs> like it's that. crazy. It's, it's amazing what jaw surgery will do to you. But, hey. Not messing with weight loss. Oh, yeah. Um, I hope to gain that back. It would be nice. But anyway, we got other stuff to talk about as I try to talk. Yeah, we got author David J. West on the show talking about, so it's a novelette. Hey, hey. Oh, yeah, Six Gun Serenade. Yes, which is awesome. It's a Western. I love Westerns. Um, I'm trying to write one myself, and I've been watching, like, I've been watching so much material to try to get in the mood. There's great movies out there. There's some really cool TV series. Um, I've been watching Hell on Wheels like crazy. <laughs> First two seasons are the best. Yeah. I'm in, I'm in the third season. It's kind of being weird, but yeah, it really has that, that nice flair to it. So um, so tell us a little bit about, about the book. Uh, Porter Rockwell, who's, could I call him a local hero? Yeah. 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 Local legend, infamous local or otherwise. I like that. Um, nobody was writing his stories the way I wanted to read them, you know? There's all these mysteries on because we don't know if he did this or that. And so I started writing stories to tell you what he did behind the scenes, outside of the uh, official biographies. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, a lot of them are weird westerns. This one's going to be more of an action western. I did do some research, but I like to play with historical facts. Okay, so mm-hmm. it's a historical fiction. You take it's historical oh, yeah. creative fiction, you know, and okay. I, some of the ones I've done have been a lot more... Uh, speculative like uh, cold slither that came out was more about monsters so what you're saying is kids that are doing book reports on porter rockwell don't don't read this one for no they research. should they Why should not okay okay this is but like don't pass it off as historical fact <laughs> i tried to do that with jurassic park my teacher was not in wow. <laughs> it's too bad yeah, I was, I was historical fiction for jurassic park huh 
What? They explained it pretty well. DNA from the mosquitoes and mixed it with. There was science there, man. Science. There was. So, and I was in the second grade, so I, I really can't. Second grade, you should have got props yeah, for that. Teacher, that's funny. No, I didn't even Park in second grade. Props. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the most advanced thing I've ever read yet since. Right. <laughs> anyway, so Border Rockwell. Yeah, I just I love the action. I love the Tarantino esque type blood and guts, speculative, witty but dialogue. That's something I really dig about Tarantino stuff. So I'd like to. Throw in the action, throw in a good quip, hopefully a few surprises. So this is going to kind of be like a little bit like Hateful Eight? Uh, yeah, except that you know Porter's going to live. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know who Porter Rockwell is, like, so kind of Lehigh and he was like a friend to Joe Smith, bodyguard later, and also to Brigham Young. Kind of, yeah, like you said, a local hero, legend, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. You know, and I've come across plenty of people that hate him, too. So. That's true. Yeah, so like he wasn't known as always the friendliest person, but at the same time to others, he was known as super genuine guy. So yeah. it kind of just depended on what who you're talking to, it what kind of picture you got of him. Yeah, exactly. It depends on which picture you're looking at, too, because I'm not going to lie. I look at him and I think, wow, that's a guy I'm not messing with. That's, I, that's something I like writing. I like writing about those killer's eyes. Mm-hmm. He does. He has those. Where is it? I was looking at a picture a little while ago. It's just like, it's like he's actually just saying, do it. I want you to. Do Whoa. it. <laughs> um, well, so more about the book then. So it is fictional with it's him. It's fictional starring so, him. Yeah. yeah. That's, that sounds pretty sweet. Like, yeah, and I, I, like, I guess for the cool people dude. that don't know, he's based on a real person who got a blessing from the prophet Joseph Smith of Mormondom who said, hey, if you never cut your hair, no bullet or blade can harm you. You know, and for like 40 more years of his life, being a frontiersman, a scout, all kinds of things everywhere, going all over the West, never got shot, never got stabbed. And if you look at Wikipedia, it'll probably tell you that there's estimates on his kill ratio is miles above anybody else's. I mean, there's... That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, you know, you look at who are the biggest, baddest killers in the West, and he's never on the list. And those guys are always, you know, a dozen, mm-hmm. 17, you know, I think maybe John Wesley Harden was like 20. And supposedly all the murders laid at Porter's feet are 100 plus. So he really Jeez. is, a, he's a, truly a, a, a Tarantino of the history. Of the, <laughs> oh, of yeah, history. yeah. And it just fascinates me. And I think sometimes maybe he gets uh, left aside because of the Mormon connection. People are like, oh, that can't be true. But, you know, so many people wanted him dead. And he died with his boots on of old age you see and, and that's the thing that even if you because I mean yes it was a Mormon prophet that said you shall not die uh, unless you cut your hair but, it, no but matter that what conveniently you said, came true exactly well that's what I'm saying like no matter which religion that would have been like you know the Pope would have said you will be safe unless you know you cut your uh, unless you cut your hair you're going to be safe no matter what yeah, it's you can write so many stories about that you could do that with, with any other religion in fact any religion well so, I mean that's kind of the same story as Samson yeah. Samson, yeah. yeah. You know, def- don't cut your hair and you will have the strength of God, so on and so forth. But, I mean, that is really interesting that he survived as long as he did in the Wild West. Because, uh, let's face it, it's like, it's our medieval era. I mean, oh, yeah. it, you, yeah. you offended someone, they shot you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just didn't, there was no, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, even if you apologize, they shot you. Yeah, I mean, one of the 
fascinating things I found that I'm going to write on later was he ran a saloon called the Round Tent Saloon because it was just this tent like on Hell on Wheels in a town called Murderer's Bar <laughs> just barely up the river from uh, Setter's Mill for the California Gold Rush. And he had to use a fake name while he was there so that people wouldn't know. Wouldn't they were gunning for him. Damn. So he had an alias while he was there and did a shooting match and he outshot another fellow Mormon who got mad cause that he lost and was like, that's Porter Rockwell. Sold well, and then he had to flee. <laughs> and there's also a restaurant just here local. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but they're moving from Lehigh. They're they are. Going to Spanish I know. Fork. I know. So, I heard that. It's like one of the last places you can get a pound burger. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's back up for a second. Did you say a pound burger? Yeah. The Porter's Place in Lehigh. Huge. It is huge. Yeah. This episode brought to you by <laughs> Porter's Place. Yeah. Don't move too late, but. <laughs> Um, well, can you go there now and get it? I mean, they're not yes. done yet, right? Yeah, you can go do it. Daniel, we know where we're going after the show. <laughs> no, Tomorrow, no, Hamburger. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, you got to get that weight back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hamburger's good way yeah, to start. That's one pound right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next 28 days, and you'll be back on track. Sweet. Um, no, I, this, this is kind of cool. I mean, this is one of those characters that's kind of a good guy, bad guy. Yeah. You kind of have that balance. You know, because... He goes out, kills people, still goes to church on Sunday. You know, Something. owns a bar. <laughs> uh, and, all right, and, and for a Mormon, very hard drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's true, and that was after, like, all you of know. that was revealed. No drinking. <laughs> that's that's nice. And, yeah, I, I'm just reading this. He killed more outlaws than Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday, Tom Horn, and Bat Masterson combined. Earning okay. the menacing title, The Destroying Angel. And Doc Holliday was a dentist. Yeah. The Destroying Angel. Yeah. That's a great title. Awesome. <clears throat> so cool. And so, have you done this before where you take kind of like an actual figure from history and put it into fictional type scenarios? Yeah, I've, I've written a lot of fantasies and sci-fi, some horror, and I always, I'm so into history that I'm always informed by it, and I like to tweak it and do a what if. Like, uh, I got invited to do a fantasy story that had to be set with a lot of people and I thought alright what's this big horrible thing I can use and like, oh the siege of Constantinople <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I love playing with history and showing you what if how something might have come about yeah that's one of my favorite things to read is like because it has some like fake merit to it because it is yeah. an actual character and then they put it in the story where it's like that'd be awesome if that's what yeah and it's like I'll, I'll throw in a lot of real asides in the story about something that really happened, some person that's really there. I'm just throwing a lot of action. Like uh, the story Fangs of the Dragon, I would call that 75% true. Porter Rockwell versus the Bear Lake Monster. Uh, Skinwalker. Sweet. Ooh. Have you ever heard of the Bear Lake Monster? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Skinwalker, yeah, I like Skinwalker Ranch. And... Yeah. I've not heard of the Bear Lake Monster. Yep. Yeah, supposedly Bear Lake's got its own Loch Ness... Type thing. Well, Bear oh, Lake is actually a collapsed volcano, and so they've never found the bottom. So they believe there's some sort of tunnel or something that connects maybe to Loch Ness, yeah, and maybe the same people, creature. If you, if you Google it, a few people yeah. say they see it every year. Yeah. Not a lot, but there's hey, reports. It's quite more than one, yeah. It yeah. Was like... Do they have all their teeth? <laughs> I or are they describing how the tornado say. I couldn't say. <laughs> I'm not a skeptic, I'm just a realist. No, it, it's very okay. interesting. Uh, you know, it's kind regardless of, of that I like using it for a backdrop yeah. and uh, with that one almost every single character was a real person I tried to stay true to their 
mm-hmm. realistic thing because there was enough weird stuff going on that it made for compelling <laughs> story. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I've kind of done something similar. Um, I found an old gold mining town, which I've based kind of the setting for my new story, where this place is cursed now. Mm-hmm. It They completely closed up. It's a ghost town now, but there's this ghost story. There, People see this black shadow, and it kind of like guards the town. And if anyone steals like pottery or anything that's been left behind, like this huge amount of tragedy just befalls them. So much to the point, people have literally returned stuff with notes saying, you know, apologizing to the spirit and everything like that. And I'm like, this is perfect. You know, it's in the gold, I'm writing in the gold rush era. This is when I want it. This is like the perfect town. And th- this backstory, the spirit's like, okay. I already know where my story's going. Good deal. Just because, and I just randomly ran upon this on some stupid little ad that showed up on Facebook. That's how I did Whispers Out of the Dust that we talked about last year, because I saw a Facebook ad for uh, Vanished Ghost Towns. Yeah. And I looked on there and saw the one for St. Thomas, Nevada, that now under Lake Mead. Yeah. And I used that as the backdrop for Whispers Out of the Dust. Yeah. Facebook bringing you inspiration. It is. Seriously. Your it does. It has value to writers. Because <laughs> I was just looking at them, where am I going to write this story? And then I was surfing Facebook and boom. I'm like, huh. I'm going to check this out. And the more I researched, the more perfect it was. So huh. now I have, I don't have a cool character like Porter Rockwell. But so there's no one. On, there's, uh, right? there's that, yeah, he's in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's really cool to be able to do that um, and add people in to stories. But you, know, you, I have to come up with okay, this is how I'm going to make this person here and so on. But you already have a lot of the backstory kind of built for you. Oh yeah, it's it's enough to just get him up and walk him into the story. Yeah, you know? I dream up different things on what what might be good here, what might be good there. Six Gun Serenade is based off of uh, a real thing that I read about a bunch of desperados trying to find a lost gold mine in Ute territory and mm-hmm. basically all turning on each other. As it should be. <laughs> See, now that's something I need to read. So that's the one that's out now. Ah, yeah. well, there you go. There you go. And now Scott's going to buy something on Amazon. Because that's what he does. That's oh, a almost every episode. <laughs> every single episode. I've got like five Wow, books, like, I really like that book. Down. i got to buy it. <laughs> well, that's the beauty of a quick short read. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. And it is only Kindle, so... I own a Kindle. Well, it's just, it's Do you a, own an iPad? Yeah, it's any digital... Yes. So, iPad has format. a Kindle app. Okay. And oh, you yeah, can okay. just load yeah, That's what I have. I just like having the physical copy. Well, I do. Physical the, physical kind of book, the physical book will be out. Will be out how soon? Right away. Right away? Yeah. Is it right now? Is it, is it On January 10th. On January 10th, yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so this year. Um, <laughs> Done. Out He's buying it now. <laughs> it's what I It is. It is. If you got to spend money, spend it on something good. And once you met a the book? author and, and or get excited about it, you, what is our better time? Well, so, yeah, so here's the, the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> David's last name is West, and he's really good at writing westerns. It's just, it's like foretelling. It's like Jared. 
You know, Jared's birthday is May the 4th. Okay, but you're going to go <laughs> Seach. I'm like, that's not a famous film name at all. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering if, if this was going to be a lot of talk about Rogue One. Or did, did I miss that last week? No, no. no. That's, that's the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it. Huh? I yeah. loved it. Well, it was kind I of didn't care for Force Awakens, but I loved Rogue One. Nice. It was good. It's just funny because I keep hearing that, and I'm like, all these people said Force Awakens was amazing, and now they're like, wow, Rogue One's way better than Force Awakens. I don't know. I think we have. There's a lot of people. Some people like Force Awakens more. Some people like Rogue One more. But I think that's because they're not giant Star Wars fans, and they didn't catch all the the inside stuff. I felt beat over the head with the homages. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, oh, ease up. Everything doesn't have to be. (laughs) playing back yeah exactly and that's one of the nice things if we want to go into it that's one of the nice things about Force Awakens is the fact that they don't like keep beating you over the yeah. it's in the same galaxy yeah this one it's just I don't know seeing R2-D2 and C-3PO was kind of like really really wait in Rogue One or in Force what? Awakens Rogue One. Oh. okay I knew what he meant yeah. he meant yeah. Rogue One okay yeah. <laughs> so I will argue with you on a later Short story's <laughs> out. So this story's out. This kind of leads into a bigger novel arc, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And that's Scavengers. Mm-hmm. And and what is that already out or is that coming that's out? That's coming out the end of the month. So I was putting out Six Gun Serenade to kind of be a taster mm. pusher. Here's your first one. That's cool. I like that idea. Like, so, yeah, here's and the it's one, an experiment because right? you know, I'm, I'm still trying to figure mm-hmm. out ebook marketing as an mm-hmm. author. It's like I want to make this my only day job. So here's your pilot episode. In essence, yeah, this is. And the next time. one's your season. I would say he's more the guy in the mall who's like, "Here, here, have the taste of this new teriyaki chicken. That's really good. Okay, that'll be twelve ninety five." Yeah, you know, yeah. but that's yeah, okay. They, Except for it's yeah, only two ninety nine. Six so Gun Serenades ninety nine cents. Um, scavengers will be two ninety nine. See, and then, see, and then for the promo week, which will be the week at, week of the twenty fourth when it comes out. I'll have it 99 cents for just that week. You see, that's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. That's awesome, though, too. No, the only thing is, I want, I want, I've already been the number one bestseller in Western horror mm-hmm. for Cold Slither, yeah. which is 11 quarter stories where he's fighting monsters, zombies. That's awesome. We've got to look like that book. I've not read this book. Because <laughs> you uh, haven't and, read this uh, book. With Scavengers, it's a little more of a gritty, straight Western. There's not, not much of anything speculative, speculative in it, so... With that, I'm trying to go for a bigger market. I want to. I'd like to attempt to become number one in westerns. Nice. So it's it's a goal. Awesome. Westerns need to come back. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, l- I love the idea of American myth, and yeah. at the same time, sometimes it can be so epic and gritty. Like, uh, you guys ever heard of Blood Meridian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to be working on a movie of it. I don't know if they could ever do it justice, though. Yeah, I don't know. That that would be tough. A lot of. When you have that transition from book to movie, sometimes a lot of really good things get lost. Yeah. And then it just kind of spoils the movie. And I just I just finished another new one uh, called El Paso by the guy that wrote Forrest Gump. Yeah. And the first few chapters are slow, but once it gets going, that one is really good. Nice. Very nice. So, with any of your books, I'm obviously always the audible guy because I drive for a living, so I can't, I don't have time to actually read a book. I listen to it. You ever dabble in that? You haven't done I, that yet? I keep meaning to. I'm, um, I'm looking into it. You know, it's, I don't, nothing's been done with any of my other publishers yet. Um, it's something that I'm pushing for and mindful. I want to get 
audio books out soon. Yeah. That's just, yeah, that's just something with me. No, I'm I hear you. Every, everywhere I'm driving, I'm listening to yeah. something. I usually listen to everything at one and a half speed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They're faster. Well, and did you know Jason? Jason has his recording studio, so. Yeah, and Craig, Craig's invited me to. And Craig, so. yeah. So, it wouldn't be that difficult. It's the time. It's the time. It is the time. Because yeah. you'd want to read it yourself, right? <laughs> I'd like to, but I also wouldn't be opposed to if I had a good reader, because, you know, I don't, I don't... How does my voice sound? I don't know well, if I'm the best person true. for that. <laughs> I, I don't know. to audition, but I'm sick right now, so I'm sure I'm not coming across. Jared sounds like this. And I, I sound like this. I sound a lot better than I used to. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was... I said I sounded like, you know, Charlie Brown's parents. It was horrible. <laughs> it still is. I can't wait till the thing gets out of my mouth, and then I'll sound normal again. Well, as normal as Daniel. Yes, as normal as I can normally sound. Yep. Well, yeah. cool. So January tenth is when this comes out, and then January twenty fourth is when the, the scavengers, scavengers, scavengers comes, comes out, out, which will be awesome. So, and for ninety nine cents, if you plan it, if you plan it right, for two dollars, you can have. The first te- the taster, the teaser, and the full novel. Yeah. Which is cheaper than the full novel will be when it's, it's cheaper oh. than a lot of books. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. it is. Well, it's, it's, and it's an awesome story. To get people, hey, check this yeah. out, and hopefully they check it out, love it, and they want to get the next one, because I'm, I'm already planning at least a trilogy. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. The, uh, scavengers, Crazy Horses, and You Only Hang Once. I love it's that. a very true statement. I love that title. <laughs> I love that title. That's like uh, Live Tomorrow. Or, uh, what was it? I totally forgot what the saying was. What? You drink and be married for tomorrow. We don't. Yeah. Only hang once. Yeah. Like, you don't hang once. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's. Yeah, there's. Yeah, would that would be, be Yoho. Yeah. So I, I challenge everybody to purchase this before the end of the show because I wait, just did. Wait, can you pre-order, or do you have to wait till January tenth to do it? Oh, cool. Well, there you go. Gotta challenge you. It's a dollar. Skip that McChicken once. <laughs> McChicken. Ooh, ooh, that sounds really good. No, the book. You <laughs> need the book. You gotta have that tomorrow. Buy the book, go get the McChicken, <laughs> and eat it while you're reading the book. Just skip the second McChicken. Because yeah. let's be honest, nobody goes to McDonald's and just gets one McChicken with no cheeseburger and no second McChicken. Okay. Nobody does get that. Two McChickens and the book. No, 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 no. I'm saying like skip, skip the, the third one. one. Oh, no, wait, but you need 99 really? cents for Daniel's that second book. His chicken preferences wait, you have right three now. Three of them. That's disgusting. I normally get five. That's disgusting. Wow. Okay, I will admit, I would usually. We're having an intervention day, after this show. Back in my college days, I would always get one of the spicy chickens, mm-hmm. and one of the cheeseburgers, and I would have a chicken cheeseburger. Yeah, that's so, right. McChicken. So I'll admit this. Back in McChicken high school. Chicken is the name. I'm sorry. It's McChicken. You put the McChicken inside of the double cheeseburger. Yeah. It's a McChicken. Yep. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So other people do this too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been that's a awesome. thing for a while. Yeah. <laughs> How long? I don't know. I've uh, since I was in high years. school. Oh, that's, okay. that's a long time. <laughs> Everybody looked at me like I was insane when I do it. They'd yeah. be like, you can't mix the meat. I'm like, yeah. if they had pork, I'd slap it on there too. Yeah. But the McRib was gone. No, back in high school, uh, actually, my girlfriend actually worked at Ford McDonald's. And I'd always go out there and she'd just like hand me the stuff that had been under the lamp too long. And I just, yeah, I'd eat five, six at a time. That's so gross. Five, six at a time? Mm-hmm. Wow. There is nope. so much wrong with that. With sentence. lots of mail, lots of mail. Wrong with 
that sentence. Sure. Was, you're the thin one in the room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Disgusting. Yeah. I just eat a whole large pizza by myself. Okay, now I just want sushi. It's like right across the street. I know, I want sushi too. Yeah. Yeah, there's sushi sushi places. Sushi, yeah. It's one of my favorite buffet sushi places. Yeah, it's like, for Utah sushi, it's delicious. Well, what's that supposed to mean? I've only I'm, had you talk sushi, that, I think. So. I don't know. Don't Jeffrey, have, like, a friend anywhere. took me to a place in Vegas that was really, really good. Yeah. yeah. Well, they can afford to fly in. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, sushi, it's incredible. It's, what, 15 bucks for the day, lunch, yeah. and then 20 bucks for the dinner, but it's worth it. It's totally it. worth it. And, by the way, they're not a sponsor. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many food sponsors we have on the show, but we talk about food a lot. So. We if you'd like to be a sponsor, please what? contact oh, Dan yeah. at DungeonCrawlers.com. Yeah, every time we mention your name, we're just going to send you a bill yeah. for $5. DungeonCrawlersRadio.com. Oh, there you go. And resin, I think so. I'll have to change that. Anyways, so pick up this book. Pick up Scavengers later this month. Find out how amazing this story, these characters are, and just... You know, David is a great author. Um, I that. I've read his other books. Oh, I love them, which is why I want to write a Western. <laughs> I mean, besides the fact that I love Westerns, it's just, it's fun to read that. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just, literally, a guy gets angry because you kicked over his, or knocked over his drink, and he shoots you. He doesn't care. He Those just shoots like you. Awesome time. And he walks away. <laughs> I have a feeling I know one of the scenes in Daniel's new book. I no. don't know where I get that feeling. But How many people die for one word that they say, Dan? Um, well, in my first chapter, I killed off two characters. Yes. <laughs> and this is exactly nope, nope, why I don't excuse want you me, to... four. See, this is why I don't want you to name a character after me. Uh, um, you're already in stop the, it. the novel. Stop it. No one named Scott lived in Western times. No, there's, no my novel is oh, coming out later it. this year. You're no, actually in it. Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scott's <laughs> in it. You don't die. You don't die. Yes. No, Yet. you don't die. I just know I'll be walking past them. When they'll sneeze, I'll say Gazoon Hype. No. No, jump it. Bam. No, actually. Yeah, that's it. This isn't, my novel isn't a Western, and you're a really brilliant scientist in that one. Uh, so this is a fictional work, then? <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> well, it's a fi- yes it, is a fi- it is a fictional book. So. <laughs> so um, scientists yeah. combine baking soda and vinegar. But there is another person <clears throat> that I named, another character in there that I named, which is a friend of mine, but he's also an author, and I... I totally killed him. Ah. <laughs> he dies in a horrible, I'm sure they appreciate mangling that. way. I don't, he yeah. doesn't know yet. No. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you off there. So, um, as long as I'm not run over by a John Deere tractor. You do not die. However, I am considering naming a character Pinhead. Ah. Hey, <laughs> it works. Because totally McKay be Martin is just an awesome name for yeah. a guy in the West. So, uh, yeah, you might be in there. I'd be cool. I'll brace it. I'll enjoy it. He'll die, though. David, name Pinhead, I've already envisioned you. You have a giant, you have a big old shotgun. Sweet. And you take no. Yeah, you just. Do you ever do that with your characters? Like, base them off of people that you know and then sort of. Like, but he doesn't I, tell them. I, I didn't like a review that someone left for me on Goodreads once. So I named that guy as the stupid character that gets killed in my Space Elder story. <laughs> That's awesome. That makes you Funny. so happy inside. I have to wonder about that now with more authors. Because they totally can. Oh, yeah. Just put you in your book. Well, and there's, you know. there's also authors that'll do stuff for charity, to earn money for charities, and then you get it writ- written in as a uh, character. Name is, yeah, that's yeah Larry Correa does it. I know Brandon Sanderson's done it. Um, 
Can Tracy Hickman just do that too? Tracy Hickman did it too. Yeah. So a lot of these authors do it. Hmm. And it's a great way. You know, to raise money for charity and people want to be, you know, character in a book. For sure. They don't care if they died. Um, Oh, I can't remember. There's another author. I I forgot. Yes. So I had this ongoing fantasy serial in Utah Geek Magazine, Walking Through Walls. Um, One of the main characters has a Naibo blade. After Craig Naibo. Naibo, After Craig. uh, A poison that's used in it is called Wymore Extract. Nice. That's funny. (laughs) Very nice. I was just randomly picking some of the guys' Mm -hmm. names as things. That's funny. That's awesome. I like that. Is that... The what what or what issue is that? This is, is the brand new one. I didn't even know oh. it was out. Well, it was, I, actually, I actually looked on Facebook to see if it was out today, oh. and there was nothing, nothing? on Facebook. Huh. I walk in the door and I see it. <laughs> That's like, the first oh, thing you see. Because and his name's on the bottom, on the cover. It's yeah. awesome. Ending it with this one. Do you know, I like the fact that you thirteen, have, 13 runs, they so. use names oh, cool. as like items because a knife blade sounds pretty cool. I thought it did. A yeah. knife blade that thing cuts through almost anything. Yeah, I like it. And and why more? I mean, yeah, it's a poison. Yeah. Now, how do you fit Defendi? <laughs> I there? don't. Or know. King. A Defendi shield. Yeah. That, that sounds, would that work, but. <laughs> it sounds a little. Mm. To Defendi. Yeah. You know, I, did, I did do one for Jason King. I did. Uh, Kingstone? <laughs> no, King I, did, I did like a flower. No, it was like a King Blossom or something. Oh, okay. Nice. That's cool. Nice. Brandon? Well, if you haven't already, check out Utah Geek Magazine because he does have a great series in there. You're ending it with the latest one, so it's yeah. been for so for the last thirteen months. So if you go, no, it's been more than two years. Oh, two years. That's right. Oh my gosh, that's right. At uh, Comic Con 2014. Oh, I can't believe it's already been two years. So, two year run, great story. You know, you have to pick yeah, up it's all. It's only been them. in here, and I've decided I think I'm gonna go through it all and publish revamp it, revamp it. Nice. And then yes. put it out. Sweet. Sweet. It, it needs okay. to be worked on. Well, maybe you just wait. Get it all together. And then you don't have to track down all the effort, the issues. But I'm sure the Utah Geek guys would love it if you did. Um, but with that said, pick up Six Gun Serenade. Pick up the Scavengers. Support David. Make it so that he can work at home doing Woo. this full time. Because every author wants to do that. Because it's annoying having to write and work and everything else. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Anyways, to do that. with that said, uh, we're out of here. Second nerd. Game time.